Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bull, Bull, Bullfight NBA Podcast. I'm your host, Dino the Human. This is the NBA Content Cast, hosted by some NBA Content Kings. I got my co-host with me to my far right. Introduce yourself. Jordan, welcome back. Hey, let's go! And making his return after two, three, four weeks. He is back to my immediate right. Introduce yourself. What's up, guys? It's Stefan. I'm back. Woo! Let's go! Let's go! We got a packed show for you today. Before we get to our topics, we'd like to mention that we are sponsored by SeatGeek, which is the world-leading search engine for sports, concert, theater, and live entertainment tickets. SeatGeek extracts data from over 100 primary and secondary ticket providers within seconds to give you the best possible deal for your purchase. Download the SeatGeek app to visit SeatGeek.com and enter promo code BALLIFY, that's B-A-L-L-I-F-Y, in all caps, for $20 off your first purchase. You can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts, including our newly formed website, bio.fm slash to find links to every platform and website that we are featured on. Once again, that's bio.fm slash Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at BallifyNBA. Jordan, shout yourself out. At Jordan shout yourself out. At SBallify. We are in the building! And shout out to Rise Up Podcast community, which we are now a part of. It's a community of podcasts dedicated to supporting each other on social media. And check their page out on Twitter. That's at Community. Let's get into the topics. First up, Kevin Love, Trade Talks, heating up, heating right up. Per Woj, the market for Love is likely a protected first, an expiring contract, perhaps a throwing player. Love is ready to get out of Cleveland. What do you guys have to say for this update with Kevin Love? Where should he go? Who should look to sign him or trade for him? Let's get it. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah, he should definitely get out of Cleveland. Uh, There hasn't been any strong cases of where he's going to go, but, you know, this guy's a... People were forgetting, like, when he was the number one guy back in Minnesota. Like, he, he's a guy that could easily put up 24 and 12. So, obviously, if he goes to contender, he's not going to be putting up that. But, you know, he's a guy who can definitely get you, like, at bare minimum, like, 15 and 8. I think he's averaging around 16 and 10 right now. So, that's pretty good. He, he's a viable shooter. He's not a great defender, but he's still a big body out there. Um, and he's, 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 a, he's always been a top rebounder in the league and stuff like that. So, I think he can be very good. It's just... I'm honestly surprised Cleveland doesn't want more for them because I think they could get more from them. If they only want like a first round pick and a and a trade and a trade away player, I don't think that's very much. But if you're wanting to get Kevin Love on your team, you should be all for that. Give them a first round pick, another player, or something like that. Just go for it. If that's all they're asking, like teams should be all over that right now. Wow, wow. High expectations for Kevin Love. Uh, Stefan, what do you think about the situation and who should try and get Kevin Love? So, what was the the market for him? A first round pick, you said? The market is, per Woj is a protected first, an expiring contract, and a, maybe a throw-in player. Okay. Okay. Well, for me, it's a little bit of a bias, but I think he'd be a good fit with the Rockets. Ooh. Okay, he's he, back! He's he, back! He'd be a nice fit. He'd be a nice fit. Um, they love to have shooting big men. I mean, PJ's their, their four right now. 
and he's kind of undersized. So if you add Kevin Love at that same spot, I think that'd be really nice. Um, they could actually get rid of PJ, and I'm sure they have some picks um, to provide. So I think that could work really well, actually. That hurt their defense, though. Um, it would, but you still have Capella um, to yeah. kind of man the middle. Plus, although PJ is a good defender, he's kind of undersized. So against those bigger guys, he's Very not. Undersized. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So against those bigger guys, he's not um, as efficient. So having like someone with Kevin Love, a little bit more size, can still rebound, can still shoot. Yeah. I mean, anytime you add a shooter to the to the Houston lineup, it's only going to help them out. And he he can be efficient here and there. So um, I think it'd be a really nice fit to have someone who can kind of bail you out at the end of the shot clock. Uh, especially with Westbrook struggling from three, uh, love would be really good. Struggling is an understatement. An understatement. <laughs> I think, like, I agree with the Houston fit just beca- because of Westbrook, pretty much. Like, I think if they got rid of Westbrook and brought in Kevin Love, he'd be a much better fit in the team. No, I don't think Westbrook is no. a better player than him, obviously. No. But, like, Kevin Love just fits that system much better offensively. And, yeah, it takes away from their defense, but it's the Houston Rockets. Do they care about defense? No, not really. So I think Kevin Love would be able to just fire away threes. I mean, we're seeing it right now with Ben McElmore. He's killing it this season. This guy was struggling to be on a roster for the first part of his career. And now he's on Houston all of a sudden. He's averaging double digits. Because Kevin Love would be kind of like the Daniel House but right. like on steroids and who can actually exactly. rebound and do other stuff yes. besides shooting so I think it'd be a nice yeah. fit I, I don't exactly. think they would trade Westbrook though I think no, if, it, if no, it came no. down to that they would not go for love and they would keep Westbrook I think it could be like oh, PJ PJ maybe another like smaller player and like a pick I think that would be decent would you would you trade away Capella if it meant getting Kevin Love no no no, no, no. no. I wouldn't even trade away PJ if it meant getting Whoa! Kevin Love I, I, I would defense. I would I would well, I mean, okay, under the Rockets' mentality, yeah, obviously they do <laughs> yeah. that. But under logic, no, I would not do that. Because defense matters. Yeah, you can't get rid of Capella. Like, Capella's too much of a key. He's, like, their their main, like, paint defender, so they can't get rid of him. Can Houston afford it, though? Because they have a lot of big contracts there, and Kevin Love also has a big contract. Because they got Capella, Westbrook, and Harden on big contracts. Can they afford a big well, Kevin they, Love contract? Yeah, they, they might have to move one of their yeah. bigger guys. Which so one be, of those three. So maybe... So probably Ka- then Capella would be gone. Cause. Yeah. Wow. Well, so, it depends. If they, well, if, they, if they keep him for the rest of the... Like, after this year, depends what they do with those players, right? Yeah. So it's, 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 I don't think has three more years left on his contract, though. Eh. That's the thing. So he's not but, like. But that's good for trade suitors in general. Maybe not for Houston, but in general, you want to trade for a guy who's going to be with you at least for a couple years. Well, Otherwise, you don't want to trade too much away to get him. I think it's good. It can be good for teams that um, are contending now, but not only contending like right now, but they have like a solid core that will be contending for many years to come. So, for example, if you gave him to Portland and it's rumored they have interest then like Lillard and McCollum they're still relatively young so they will probably still be competing in three years time yeah and right love, so love will yeah and yeah Portland's a good thing to bring up too because love, love did say he wanted to go to Portland I I think it's been for a while now he, he has been linked to Portland so mm-hmm. yeah if I was to say that I, I could probably see him going to Portland I don't know what Portland to give up maybe like a white side and that's a terrible Sweet. mistake. If you give a Whiteside yeah. is one of the best defense players. In yeah, the but league. once Nurkic comes back, you don't really need Whiteside. But Nurk, 
he's been out for so long. It's not like he's going to come back and just be the same guy he was last year. I honestly think this season is kind of a write-off. He Maybe he'll come back after the All-Star break, but we shouldn't expect much no, from him. No, yeah. So they're not going to be a second seed, you don't think? Ah, uh, they're trending up with the <laughs> signing of Melo and how he's been not playing. Really, they, they're only one and a half games out. But you know what? If I so. can see Whiteside being the kind of player that could come off the bench and still produce yeah, at a higher rate, right? He could still come off the bench and average really? a double-double. Like, that's how... Yeah, I, I don't see him having that attitude though because there's issues in Miami with Bam Adebayo and there's, stuff. There's a lot of issues. So I, I don't think he would want to do that. So well, he might not be motivated to actually play. But I, I think Whiteside knows right that role. when Nurkic comes back, like I think I think the team and everyone knows that like it's Nurkic is starting center. Nurkic is third guy. Mm, yeah, I, I don't know about that. Whiteside has been one of the best centers in in the league this year. If I'm Whiteside, I'm thinking why why should this guy just because he had a good season last year he should come in and get playing time over me? Like no, I've been killing it all year this year. So uh, if I'm Whiteside, I'm definitely thinking I deserve to keep my job. Yeah, I'm okay. sure I'm sure he thinks that, but there's. It's more than just his opinion. He might be having a better individual season, but I think Nurkic is the better fit overall for the Blazers and how they play. And I think that maybe Whiteside, the way he fits, could be a reason why they're in 10th or 11th right now. Who knows? Um, I do think Nurkic is just a better fit for them, just the way... He's a better overall player. Yeah, I think he's just... Because Whiteside, you know, to get him to score is kind of just like down low, but Nurkic... He can actually post up. Pass. Yeah, he can pass. Some small stuff here and there. So, um, I mean, they still got a long way to go to finish in the second seed, but we'll see how it <laughs> Maybe once well, Nurkic comes back. Okay, I, I don't think he'll <laughs> stop. No, he's not that good. Um, but he, he's definitely not going to... I don't think he gets traded to Toronto. I don't I don't see them Kevin making Love? that... Ooh. Yeah, Love. Kevin Love. I just yeah, I haven't heard because of, yeah, of his defense, right? Toronto is like very focused on defense and buying into that system defensively. But we could, we could really use his rebounding. That's something the Raptors struggled this year. They're a bit undersized. So they could, but is he gonna? Are you gonna play him at the five? Like, yeah, that's that's an interesting discussion. But the Raptors do have some trade pieces they could use yeah. to to make that move, like someone like Ibaka and Powell. Oh, I mean, I would, I would, not, I would not get rid of a. Ball. I would not want to get rid of a Powell right now. He's been huge recently, but maybe Ibaka. I would do uh, Ibaka for Kevin Love. His defense, his defense. You can't. Yeah. Like, it, it's just more rare to find someone that plays that good defensively as opposed to someone that can knock down shots. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I don't know. I don't we'll see. see. There hasn't been a whole lot of the Kevin Love trading rumors. Like nothing super serious yet, but uh. The only thing I've really heard is uh, Portland, but not yeah. a lot of heavy talk set. So I don't think Cleveland's going to rush on a trade here. I mean, they're out of the playoffs. It's not like <laughs> they need to make a trade now to make that push. So I think they're. I think it's going to be something we're going to see around the trade deadline that's going to happen. I okay. Think, I don't think it'll be anytime soon. But you think it's going to happen for sure this season? Like get traded? Yes. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. You I, think, yeah, think so? I think before so, the deadline, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I just don't think it'll be anytime soon. Okay, okay. Because you know, it's not like they're hiding that they're tanking. Like, yeah. What, no, what are they no. going to do at this point? And Tristan Thompson could be on his way out as well. Yeah. But oh. again, another big contract. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. That team's a mess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's move on to a team that is definitely not a mess. Nice. The Miami Heat. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Do they ever look legit? 
The Miami Heat have been balling of late, and they are the second seed in the Eastern Conference with a 19-7 record. Wow. They, to me, have the best young core in the NBA. You got... You got uh, Nunn, Kendrick Nunn, you got Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo, obviously, and Tyler Hero. Oh my goodness, this team looks legit. I don't think anyone expected them to be in second. Do you guys think the Miami Heat are for real, and do you guys think they have the best young core in the league? Best young core in the league? Yeah, I think so far from what we've seen, yeah, you could definitely make that argument. I, They're good right now, but I, I don't think it's sustainable over the year. I think they're a very young, unproven playoff team with a lot of young guys. So yeah, they're doing great right now. I just I don't think it's sustainable over the rest of the year. But you know, if you want to oh. pro- prove me wrong, well we'll see what happens. But it's also if you look at the Eastern Conference, it's also very close. Like, like two or three games could change that whole like ranking. So, but so far they've looked really good. I just don't know if they can keep it up. Oh my goodness. But I've definitely been oh. impressed, very surprised. Definitely didn't expect them to be this good, so. Okay, okay. Credits, credit to them. Credit to Spolstra. I've always been a big fan of him. He's kept his team That's relevant. One of the best po- coaches in the game. Yeah, he's kept the team relevant post Big Three era, so uh, good for him. For sure, for sure. Stefan, do you think this Miami team's legit? Do you think they have the best young core in the league? Best young core? I'm not sure yet. Um, I mean,. I think we talked about this a little bit, but I said that the Pelicans might be up there as well, especially when Zion comes back. Um, the Pelicans, they have some nice players, Jackson Hayes, um, Zion, Ingram, showing he can ball. Um, Josh Hart is a good shooter, so they have a good young course. I'm not sure if we're ready to say that they're the best yet, uh, but they are playing well. I do think that they'll end up finishing, I want to say top five to be safe, but I see him more being kind of a fourth seed in the East. Um, Jimmy Butler is showing that he could be a leader of a team. He's playing really well right now. I don't really have anything bad to say. Like he's, mm-hmm. he, he was a closer for the Sixers, and now he's got his own team to prove it, and he's playing well. Um, Both sides of the ball, too. Yeah, yeah, defense and offense. He's playmaking. He's doing everything. Bam has been a surprise. He's playing well. Uh, they're actually playing without Winslow, too, right now. I'm pretty sure he's hurt. And Drogic. Mm-hmm. And Drogic. So, I mean, those are two of their core guys as well. So... Um, the young guys are definitely stepping up, seeing uh, Hero and Robinson just shooting lights out. What was that? Robinson had, what, 11 threes that one game? A couple of games ago, I think? 10 threes. That threes. came out of nowhere. Like, no, yeah, he no came out of nowhere. About him. <laughs> um, yeah, it's true. All of these, most of these guys. They've got everything. They've got scoring. The Heat have always been known for their defense, so they got scoring defense. They can shoot. Um, they're a good team. It's just when it comes... I'm sure they'll make the playoffs, but when it does come to the playoffs, all of these guys are kind of, you know, they're rookies, they're young, so they might not go deep in the playoffs this year, but for the next few years to come, I could definitely see them being always a, a contender to represent the East in the finals. Yeah, for sure. And this year, as well as the next few years to come, I do believe they are the best young core. I just mean, like, the proof is right here, right in front of us in this season, second in the East. What other young core has been this successful? I mean, you said the Pelicans, but they're, what, in dead last in the West? Well, I Second think it means, like, the, the Heat have a better team, but we're yeah. talking about specifically If we're talking about potential, yeah, but the, but the, potential for a young core, then I would say the Pelican, especially when you're looking at just what Brandon Ingram himself is doing right now, it's just yeah. crazy. So yeah, if you combine great. that with Zion, Jackson Hayes, 
And uh, you can pick anyone, like Josh Hart. I would even yeah. pick Lonzo and say that that's the be- better core than Miami. Based no, on those that's, guys that's dis- Lonzo? No, that's disrespectful. That's too far. <laughs> if you look at everyone combined, if you look at Zion, Ingram, Jackson Hayes, and Lonzo combined, and you compare them to the young core of the Heat, yeah. I would pick the Pelicans But the young sure. core, the young core of the Heat is a huge reason why they're in second in the East right now. Well, Jimmy's, huge, do, Jimmy's, yeah, doing, Jimmy's doing Okay, that. but they, you could say the Pelicans have Drew. They've had Drew all year. He hasn't been their best player, though. He, why not? He should be. Well, I'd say Ingram's been. The I don't best think player. I don't think it's fair to look at the record of both teams to like compare like their young core. Yeah, because we're not asking who's uh, a better team. No, no, no. Here. I'm just comparing no, the young no, core. No, I, I am comparing. Because I would pick core. Jimmy Butler over anyone on the Pelicans, but that doesn't mean that like yeah. one core is better than the other, right? So, if we're talking about specifically potential for like the young core, yeah. then I would say for okay. sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I, I think I pick Bam yeah. Adebayo over anyone on the Pelicans. Anyone? Oh, yes. No, no. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, boo. oh who? Who? Uh, Maybe Drew. Maybe Drew. That's the only one. Ingram's he's not a part well. of it. I take Ingram no. over. I would take Ingram Absolutely over. Not. I'd also take Zion over yeah. Bam, even though I haven't even he, seen he, him play he, a single game. <laughs> well, exactly. He hasn't played a game. So I would take Ingram over Bam for sure. Ingram's yeah. playing no, well. No, this sorry, sorry. Both ways, you got to no play both ways. No disrespect to Bam. And Bam, no disrespect. Bam's had like two good games, and people are over. No, he's no, he's been solid all season. Even last year, when Whiteside has been hurt, he's been solid. Ooh. Like everyone, everyone going into the season knew that this was a potential breakout season for Bam Adebayo, just given the opportunity he'd have. And yeah, he's he's living up to it. And Ingram, like, I've said this since the Lakers, that guy has to work way too hard to score. I'm sorry. He's a he's a good player in the league. And yeah, if you if he's, he's efficient, the, he's a very efficient. If he's the number one option on your team, he's gonna put up points, but your team's not gonna be successful. And I think that's what we're seeing here with the okay, Pelicans. But you can't he has blame to work Ingram too on hard. that though. I'm not blaming Ingram. He, he's a good player. He's a, he's a he's a good young player. But like he actually watching the games that guy, nothing, no baskets come easy for that guy. And that's, that holds your team back. When you have to hold the ball, like basically Melo, Melo style of play. He's he killing to, it. He's very, time. what do you he's, mean he has to work hard? Even like, if you have to watch work the, hard, he's super efficient. Watch the games. That guy, yeah, he's efficient and good for him. But no, no baskets come easy for him like the way it does for who he is compared with coming into the league, KD. Uh, I've still yet to see any Yeah, but nobody, nobody makes he's, that comparison anymore. He's a crafty player that knows how to get to the rim and draw fouls, and he can finish. And yeah, his shot has definitely improved. But even with all that being said, he still needs the ball an awful lot to score. He, he's not the type of player where you can have a fluid offense with the ball swinging all over the court and then have Ingram finish. He's more the type of guy where you, you give it to him and you let him just do his thing, go one-on-one. He's one of the best one-on-one players in the league, absolutely. But that's the thing, he is a one-on-one player. But then Bam is more of just like a drop-off and dunk kind of player. And I'd rather have and someone who can create their own offense yeah, and have someone who can just have putbacks. Okay, right? and Bam plays defense. I'd love to have Bam for his defense and rebounding. And he, yeah, he can score on offense. And his passing has improved. He just had a triple-double a couple games ago. As a center. Pat, like, that's that's nuts. So yeah, I think I'd, if I had to pick one player based on how the league is, if I had to pick uh, a score guy who can still play make, and shoot efficiently, then I'll take that over a guy who can rebound and 
Yeah, yeah. I, I'd take Ingram for sure, too. I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of close, but I, I would take Ingram. It's guys, not... give, guys give me 25 a game. Like, yeah, and look at how that's got their team. But what, he yeah, is a but good player on a bad team. Well, that's not, all he we're, is. We're not talking about who the better team is here. No. We're talking about no, no, no. Talking about Bam and Ingram. Yeah. Okay, but he, I'm sure if you put Ingram in yeah. Miami, he'd have a good. He'd have a good. He'd not be team. averaging 25. There's no way. If you put Bam in with the Pelicans, he would not be playing this well. He yeah. probably would because no. he'd easily be there. But he's definitely better than Jackson Hayes, who's playing ahead of him at center. Bam would. Derek not, I, don't, I don't think Bam would be that good. Nope. I think Bam is is a product of being with the Miami Heat. The same way that Brandon Ingram could be a product of being on a bad team. I think Bam is a product of the Miami Heat. He's been on two teams, though. Like, even with the Lakers, I was saying the same thing. He's... He has to work really hard to score. It wasn't that bad on the Lakers. He's like, not he's a bad. I'm not saying he's okay. bad. He's a good player. I'm just saying that type of player can only take you so far. And I think this season we're seeing it. Yeah, he's gonna put up numbers. He's a great, great one-on-one scorer. But that that holds your team back. Like as a team, individually, he'll score. I get it. I think this is. But, I think it's this. Easy to say that just because he's on a bad team. Yeah. It's easy to write him off, but it's also easy. But he's to, been on two bad teams now. Yeah, but I mean, like, so. what do you, you're not you're not really expecting like Ingram to lead your teams in the playoffs, are you? Like, that's not that's well, not on him. I mean, like, I think by, Bam. By now, I think Bam just looks good because he's on a good team right now. And uh, I think that's he, a, he's been good since last year. Nah, I mean, not I, this good. Nah, but no one really talked about him last year. No, man. When, really. when Hassan Whiteside went down, he was putting up numbers. He was putting up Hassan Whiteside numbers, but well, he just didn't get that opportunity. And then everyone knew going into the season that with Hassan Whiteside gone, yeah. he, he'd destroy it. And he, yeah, he's living right well, up to it. We'll so. see if it's sustainable over here, but like, Bam, like, his points come naturally to him. Like, he's not an option. He's not a scoring option. They don't feed him the ball that in the matter. post. That do- it, it does matter, though, because oh. he can't create his own shot. But that's one o- That's one aspect of the game. It's a big aspect of the game, though. Not really. If not, you want not someone, if he has scores around you. He, he, has plenty of, he has plenty of people that can score around But him. you were just saying that Brandon Ingram is not the guy that's going to take your team to the next level. And he's no, a, he's and, not. Neither is Bam. Yeah, Bam, Bam is going to be even worse at doing that. So if you're going to be uh, comparing both players... No, Bam, because of his impact defensively. But that's, I don't think so. I, I don't agree with I that. I think Ingram's better offensively. I think that kind of overshadows like, the defense. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and like, it's not like Ingram's a horrible defender either. Like He's, he's at least an average defender. He can get... So he's, he's long. He's lanky. Yeah, he's, he's very lanky. Lanky. That's all he has going for him, though. He's not, well, he's not strong. You could he's s- weak as a you, stick. You could say that if I go Bam too. Oh, he's just big. He just gets rebounds and putbacks. Like I could use the same argument. Yeah, but he's good at that. Ingram. So Ingram's is, good at scoring, just like. But I, I never said Ingram was bad. I've said this whole time he's a good scorer. So you just rather take Bam? I'd rather take Bam because of his impact on the game defensively, and because you can easily find people that can score, like scoring. And shooting threes in 2019, that's a lot easier to find than what Bam does. No, you can find yeah, someone who can average a double-double. That's easy. <laughs> no, you, yeah, you on. can. And you defense, can. and with the defense. All you right. can find a big man who can give you a double-double and defense. There's so many guys who are doing it right now. You can definitely find some. But you can't find people that can score threes? You can, but the way Ingram oh. is doing it is at a high level. Okay, all right. Well, we'll, we'll just have to... 25... Agree. Seven okay. and four. And second last shooting fifty percent from and the field. 
But there's no individual stat that you can sit. Like, I'm telling you, he's a good scorer. But he can, that kind of game can only, when you actually watch him play, it can only take you so far. And we, we're seeing it. We're seeing it right now. We're seeing that the team is not playing well, but we're not seeing that Brandon Ingram is not playing well. Yeah, you can't so you play, can't he associate can't, he's the playing, team. He, I'm not saying he's not playing well. I'm saying that his game can only take you so far. He's playing How well. How can you say that, though? Because I, I've seen the game. We've games. only seen him on crappy teams. Yeah, we've only so. seen him on bad teams. Okay, I, well, I, last year, the first like half of the season, Booker. the Lakers were a good team. It's like they blaming Devin Booker that he can't lead a team to to success. He's been well, on crappy teams. Of course I mean, he can't do much. Okay, even in Devin Booker's case, there's only so much his game can do. I, I would say the same thing. He's a great scorer, but there's only so far he can but go. Look, look, at, look at the oh, look at the aspects they've gotten this year and how much better to do it. Yeah, great. That's good. That's good. And I think that's what we're saying is the reason Ingram kind of gets looked down upon is because he's not on a good team. Like, like look at the team around him. He's not really look, look, Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and I would say the same thing about Devin Booker. He's a great, phenomenal young scorer, but his game can only take you so far. That's why you have to add these other aspects. And same thing with Ingram. But same thing have... with Bam, though. Why? Can, why can only do so much? Yeah. Okay. He's not the scorer that Ingram is, but Clearly. you guys asked me a question. Would I rather start a franchise with these two guys? And I tell you, Bam. You would I start a Bam franchise with Bam over Ingram? Yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent, because I can surround I can surround Adebayo with so many people can shoot threes. This is twenty nineteen. That's very easy to find. But Bam can't. So true. But I can surround him with people. <laughs> like can Ben Simmons. It's gonna it's gonna be harder to surround Ingram with people that play defense and rebound as well as Bam. So that that's my logic with it. Anyway, okay, well I'll move on. To wait, wait. How do you not... think the the Heat are gonna do this year? Oh, Miami. Oh yeah, yeah. They they look for real. Um, it's it's hard to say right now. They're in second. The only people that I can see above them is the Bucks and maybe Philly. Uh, but Celtics. Philly's kind of struggling. Celtics yeah. too are in there. So yeah, I guess top four. It's hard to say where in the top. Okay, not number one. But I, so two to four. See two to four. I see them fourth or fifth to be yeah. honest. I would say Bucks first for sure. Uh, I don't know about Philly second. Honestly, they're they could do it. I could. They see could, it. but they're right know. there. But yeah, they're right there and they're like underachieving for for where people. I think they're still them. trying to find out like they're kind of, they're trying they're to find the roster. Yeah. So I would say we'll say Bucks first, Philly second, Celtics third, and I think Miami would fit perfectly in the fourth seed. And then Raptors at fifth. Yikes. And then Raptors losing in the first round. Alright, well. If Raptors play Miami in the first round, then yeah, I see Miami beating the Raptors. Raptors would literally sweep them. No. Miami? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. With, what? With Bam, the way he's playing Oh, yeah. Game, with the, you <laughs> it's just, true! Just disrespecting him the last, like, 20 minutes and now. <laughs> with Bam? <laughs> with Bam? Well, it's actually true. Anyway, anyway. Let's move on to the next topic. Uh, we're going to have a debate right now. Best point guard in the game right now. Who do you guys believe is the best point guard in the game right now? This week, we're going to start with point guards. And for the next shows coming up, we'll move down the positions. Uh, but for this week, it's point guard. So best point guard in the game right now. Who do you guys have? Just like, are we taking health into account? Like, when healthy? 
So sure. That, that really justifies my answer. Oh, okay. Because are you gonna say Luca? Is, oh, is James Harden him. considered a point guard? Uh, no, no. Because I'd I think we what? have to we have to say based on. Okay, I'll keep him for the shooting guard section. Oh. Yeah, because Westbrook is their point guard. Okay, fair. I actually wasn't gonna say Luca, but yeah, now I'll say Luca. <laughs> I was say? actually gonna say Steph Curry. Oh, that's yeah. what you but like, mean. but like, I guess we'll just count them uh, out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just I don't because, know. Like, you can argue both. I yeah, guess. but yeah, yeah, we'll do both. We'll do yeah. both. Okay. What are your uh, Based on this year, or like, to, like just this year? Is that uh, what well, I'd say in the game right now. So yeah, this. Okay. Let's say recent, like past couple of years. Uh, no, like, let's uh, say past like three years, just to be. Recent. Okay, if we're going back past three years, I'll say Steph Curry. But if we're talking like right now, right now, like based on this season, yeah, I'd say Luca. I think he just does it all. He's he's efficient for his field goals. He does need to work on his three pointers. I will admit, he's proven he can take the three point shot. He can make it, but he's not super effective. But he's only in his second year. I think he will be able to figure out. But and we we can never forget what mold he's made into. He's after that magic. Look yeah, and like what he's doing is the Mavericks right now. Like, yeah, they've improved, but you have to understand. Like, this team has been a bottom feeder for the last like couple years now. So the fact that he brought them from a bottom feeder to the third seed in the West, like, and it's only his second year, I think that's super impressive. And the stats speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's uh, his field goals is pretty effective. He's almost averaging like a triple double. I know he might not be the greatest defender, but. I think he's like an average defender. He can do his thing. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Luca. Okay, solid, solid. Based on this year, okay. at least. It's hard to argue Luca. He's it is? having yeah. an amazing season. Yeah. I mean, solid. you can go with Luca. I think Curry too is good as well. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm just going to go with Dame. Ooh! I think Dame, wow. I have to. He's probably one of the best scorers we've seen. He's doing it efficiently too. Clutch. Um, we saw him take over against the, the Thunder. He kind of did that on his own. Um, I think he's just one of the, the better point guards. I mean, he's automatic. Uh, he's a leader of his team. Uh, he, he, if someone critics him, you know, he'll shut them right up. Uh, he's not the best defender, that's for sure. But if I had to pick him over Steph, I, I think I would pick Dame, honestly. Whoa! I think I would. Damn. Yeah. Because we've seen Steph sometimes, you know, he uh, can... Yeah, you know what? He can, yeah, that's that's close. In the playoffs, Steph, sometimes he can kind of diminish a little bit. And you'll have other yeah. people take over for him. But Dame, he's always been the leader of his team. He's yeah. always been able to pull through. I mean, obviously they don't get that far in the playoffs. But I think it's a little bit more of the environment around Dame instead of Dame himself. So I think he would be the best point guard. Not the best defender, but if I had to pick a point guard to start with, I think I'd go with Dame. Yikes. That's a, that's a solid argument. Uh, I between Dame and Steph, oof, yeah. Based on the recent playoffs, I think I'd have to lean towards Dame. He's just too clutch. Yes. Yeah. Um. But as for my best point guard in the game right now, like oh. we're talking right now, we're going with LeBron James. Oh, stop! I'm going with no. LeBron stop. James. He's not even LeBron averaging eleven no. assists per game, which is the best. Leading the league in assists, yeah, uh, he's NBA the best passer in the game. Leads the NBA in total assists with 288. And guess who's the next closest? It's Luca and Trey, tied with 222 assists each. So he has about this 60 year? plus more. Yeah, this year, they have the 60 same plus more assists. assists than them, and he's averaging 11 per game. Um, I think he's the best at reading the defense. He knows when to attack, when to 
went to draw the defense in and then dish it off to people. He's the one of the best ever at doing that. Um, he's seen every defense the league has had to offer over his career. Um, extremely experienced now, and I think as he moves into this later stage in his career, uh, he just keeps getting smarter as his body kind of declines. And we're barely seeing a decline physically. He still gets up sometimes. I'm like, how are you doing that in year 17? It's ridiculous. But, um, yeah, he it's crazy what he can do. And also, you know, he also gets it done scoring-wise. You know, that's, that's automatic. Um, he scores as well as any guard, to be honest. Uh, he has the highest rated uh, defensive real plus minus for point guards. And he's 10th in the league overall. He's also first overall in a real plus minus. Check that on ESPN. And with the year 80s having, he's completely showing that he has the willingness to give up the ball at this stage. And he only enhances other superstars he plays with as opposed to take away from their numbers. So I rest my case. I think it's LeBron James if we're talking right now. Oh. No, no, no. It's, it's the facts are there. Facts are there. What can I say? What can I say? Oh. I think he's the best player in the league. So, yeah. Wow. It only, only makes sense he's the best point guard in the league. Yikes. So, Yikes. what he's playing right yeah, now. Yeah, it's hard to say that because, like, I know he is playing point guard, but he's not really a true point guard. Like, this yeah. is the first time we've actually seen him actually play point yeah. guard. So, it's like... For me, it's hard to put him under that category for point guard. Well, yeah, yeah that, that's why we're talking right now. I, I'd say, like, if we're talking a couple of years ago, he, you know, small, yeah, small forward. Not. He's always been kind of a point forward. Um, but, yeah, this year he's actually, yeah, like, he is a point guard. And they have a shooting guard and a small forward out there with him. So, yeah, right now, I, I just think he, he's the best. It's I think Luca's close. Um, if I had to pick the second best, I would probably lean Luca. If we're talking right now, nice. I'd probably lean Luca. Um, and if you ask me this question in the playoffs, maybe I'd go Dame. But the season right now, I, I just I cannot say that. Um, you can, but <laughs> I can, but I choose not to. Um, okay, okay. So solid points there. Um, and another debate. Speaking of point guards. Who would you guys rather start your franchise with? Oh, God. You can approach it that way. Or who is the bigger bust? You can approach it that way. We're going to discuss Lonzo versus Fultz. Let's go. The number one overall pick versus the number two overall pick of two years ago. Let's go. Let's get it. Wow. Who do you guys have? Tatum is just looking like a superstar at this point. Because, like, <laughs> out of the three of them, he's just looking, like, so good. Yeah. And I think people kind of saw him as, like, the worst of the three at the time, but he's certainly looking the best. Uh, do we have to pick someone? Like, they're both... <laughs> they both <laughs> suck. Like, why? If you're starting a franchise uh, today, who would you pick? Okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. Sure. Honestly, if I had to pick one, even though I think the other's having a better year, oh, I, would probably go, I would go with Lonzo. No! Hey, let's yeah. go! No. I would go with Lonzo. What?! And I'm actually going to take your argument that you used earlier. Markel can score, but what else can he offer you? Boom. What can Lonzo do at all? He, he can play make. He can be a playmaker. He can actually play defense. Rebound. Uh, he can rebound. He's gonna. He's not going to turn the ball as much as, as Markel will. So I'm going to take <laughs> I'm gonna take Lonzo based on that. A point guy who can rebound, defend, 
and playmate, I'm gonna take that over a point guard. Lonzo, who can just yeah, Mark Pelican playmate. Not, not to the, not as much Markel as Lonzo can play can. defense. No, well, no. Markel can actually get free throws. Markel is way more efficient. Okay, Lonzo is averaging ten, four, and six at five point five, so six assists this year, and he's doing that on thirty-seven percent shooting. He's also shooting a career high, mind you. This is a career high, sixty-three <laughs> percent from the free throw line. That's just disgusting. How can you have a point guard that, oh, he's shooting 37%. All he can do is, he's basically out there to not make mistakes. Like, what kind of point guard is he's that? He's shooting 37% from what, from the field? Yes! Markel's shooting 22% from no, the three-point. No, he's not. Oh, wait, from the three-point line. Wow. Oh, well, you're talking about three-point line. I'm talking about for the field. Oh. He, Markel Fultz is shooting 47% from the field. But 22% from threes. Who can't? Okay, so? I, I never said he's a better three-point shooter. Well, there you go. That's one he's more a thing better, for Lonzo. He's a better player. He's also shooting 79% from the free throw line. Mark, and Lonzo's at 63%. Let's keep in mind, Marco and, was also a first overall pick. So, so ex- Lonzo, Lonzo was second. Who, yeah, but that, expectations not, are higher for a first overall pick. And but like, it's not that Honestly, much at higher. this point, like... If you're a first overall pick in this year, you should be an all-star by now, and he's nowhere close to that. Yeah, okay, that's why this is a debate. They're both absolute busts. Like, yeah. let's, let's get that out of the yeah, way. No shit. But, like, <laughs> but let's, <laughs> let's be serious. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I, yeah. I'm going with Markel. I'm going Ooh. with Markel. You, you said Markel is shooting, what, 22% yep. from the three-point line? Okay, well, Lonzo, shoot, Lonzo is supposed to be, like, this three-point shooter. That's all he can do on offense, and he's shooting 33%. Hey! That's, so, that's, like, that's better than 22. Yeah, it's better, but, like, come <laughs> on. It still sucks. Lonzo might not be he might not be as efficient, but I'll take his, his 10, 6, and 6 over Markel's 9, 3, and 3 over his career. I'll oh, take wait, wait, whoa, 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 over his career, but what's he doing this year? Well, he's ha- he's not having as good of a year as Markel, but it's not like Markel's blowing out of the waters. He's averaging 11 points, Lonzo's averaging 10 points, so it's not like yeah. Markel's just destroying Lonzo. But one Plus, is- let's not forget that Markel's had horrible years, and Lonzo, when he first started, yeah, he's had decent years. They both that's had true. horrible years. No, no, what? no, no. Markel- Lonzo's been terrible. Lonzo had a good his. His rookie year was not as bad as yeah, Markel Yeah, Lonzo was. had a good rookie year. He was like 11 7 Markel be- barely played in his rookie year. What yeah, for a good reason. Cause no, because he, he was hurt. No, yeah, because he forgot how to shoot a basketball. Yeah, I don't know what that is about, but he was hurt. <laughs> so yeah. wait, do you not care about defense and rebounding? Yeah, defense. I do care about defense and rebounding. And yeah, sure, Lonzo, I'm just saying, I would rather start with Markel Fultz. Oh, for a point ah. guard... Like no. I, I, I would I take faults because I don't think the difference between this and the out of bio debate is that you can you can point to defense and rebounding yeah but Lonzo still sucks at those things no He's how did you better. say he sucks at rebounding or defense can, how is he good how is he good at rebounding or defense He's a point guard who's averaging six rebounds a game great. That, that's, that's, that's better really, than what Markel's doing. Yeah, okay. He, he's With, bigger than Markel Fultz. Congrats. He, and that's going to help you at the point guard position. But why do I need that from a point guard if I'm starting a franchise? That's my point. I'll just have Because it, it allows you to have a more versatile skill set. Than just scoring. Than just scoring, exactly. Yeah, I'd I, I go with Lonzo 
For but, sure. Because I just think he provides more overall game. Yeah, Markel's a better scorer, but I think Lonzo gives you a bigger horizon of different things. Lonzo is literally terrible at every. Like, he's not good at anything. And Markel's good? No, no. Yeah, I'm not saying he's good either. Right, right, but right. at least one seems to be on the rise a bit this year, and the one rise? can barely stay on the court. Lonzo oh. can barely stay on the court. Neither can Markel. Yeah, Markel can't really do much. He's been healthy all year, and he's he's slightly improving this year. He's won the starting job, you know. Like he's. I think I think the fact that Lonzo's averaging ten, four, and six, and you're saying that's a bad year compared to Markel, who's averaging eleven and four, he's and you're saying that's a 12, good year. I 12, think that says a lot. Thank you very much. But he's also doing that on way higher efficiency, forty-seven percent. Lonzo's at thirty-seven. So, so Markel's having slightly better numbers, but he's having a great year. Lonzo's having slightly lower numbers, but saying, he's having no, a bad no, they year. Both, they both suck. Let, let's get that out of the way. I'm just saying Markel <laughs> is better. I'd rather have Markel right now than Lonzo. Lonzo okay. is... he. They're both not good players. No, they're both but not Lonzo good. Lonzo is just... He, he doesn't look like he belongs in the NBA, really. Markel doesn't look like he belongs either, to be honest. But he looks like he's like, okay, this is a young player that you can see flashes. And he'll probably look like he'll belong in the Same future. Same thing with Lonzo. But, no, I don't Same see thing it with Lonzo. Lonzo. Same thing. I'm sorry. Lonzo looks like a high school player out there. And Markel doesn't? Markel no, looks Mar- like trash. Mar- He's yeah, he's so not. He, they're both bad, but like Markel has flashes of. He, of so does he, Lonzo though. No, I don't. I don't see it. Markel's flashes where he'll he'll rapidly get. To At the least ramp, we've seen stretches last cut. year when when Lonzo actually had like he had good stretches. I haven't seen a good stretch yet from Markel, so I don't even know. Markel's stretch this whole season has been better than any stretch Lonzo has ever no, had in no, his no, career no. ever, ever, no. ever. No. Yes. No, he had some what good is, stretches okay. last year. Lonzo had his best game of his career in his second game of his career against Phoenix. And then no, after that, no, he had no. a game recently where he like, almost had a triple-double. He like, oh, he had, like, oh, wow. He like 22 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen Markel do I'm that. I'm sure if we went through all the box scores this year, we could find a game where he had close to a triple-double. Markel? Uh, yes. No way. Absolutely, I'm sure we could find that. He's, he's had big games this year, too. Lonzo averaged 10, 7, and 7 his rookie year. Yeah, he was not efficient. Okay, still, that shows that he can do... Look, that's his rookie year. His numbers have gone down every year. No, they've stayed pretty much... Okay, his rebounding has gone down. Some small numbers here and there. Now, let's look at what Markel's done over his career. I guarantee you this is... It's gone up? Because he's barely played. (laughs) Yeah, it's gone up because he was so bad earlier. Of course it's going to go up. He was awful. Okay, so exactly. At this point, I'd rather have the guy that's ascending than the guy that just sucks and going down. He's not going down. Uh, (laughs) 10-7-7 to like 10-4-5 is going down to me. Plus the efficiency and the free throw shooting. Oh my. Don't get me started on that. Lonzo, man. Markel can literally just score the ball. And he's not even that good at it. But he but can, he like, can no, 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 decently no, 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 no. score the ball. He, can, he, he scores he's inside okay very well. He's, he's, he's a good scorer inside. I'd say he's okay. good. Good? He, he's above average at scoring Whoa, inside. No. I'd say he average, is, not nah. above average. You said good? He's having well, a decent season and all of a sudden. He's like, That's a great question. Yes, he's good. At, at scoring inside, yeah, he can't hit shots outside. But scoring inside, he's 
he's good. Like he's above average for the oh, league. I don't and say my, above and average, he's a good defender. Though. He's a good defender. No, he's not. Fultz is a good defender. Yes, yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he oh. is. Gar- he's too small, oh, man. Yeah, he's no, garbage. he's not. He's yeah, lengthy, he's not he's and he's not. like six five. Lonzo's six seven. He's not 6'3". According to guard. ESPN, he's 6'3". <laughs> no, he's not! Well, tell that to ESPN. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, Lonzo's definitely better. Lonzo's, Lon- <laughs> Lonzo has been known for his defense. Yeah, he's been because... much better defender and more But, okay, here. Mike Muscal has been known for his no, three-point he... shooting. When? No, he, last year when the Lakers no, got yes he is no. he's been known for he's as a stretch five is that not true yeah it is no. Mike Muscala has been known as a three point stretch five well, shooter that's a horrible and he that's, just that's not even a comparison that's not even a comparison no but the point in saying that is just cause a guy does everything terribly and then one good thing average doesn't mean he's like known for it no, he's actually, even coming out of college, people were saying he was a good defender. Yeah, he's lengthy. He's yeah, and that's coming out of college. And if you asked me this question in his rookie year, I'd pick Lonzo. Maybe even last year, I'd pick Lonzo. No. But now, no, Lonzo's going, Lonzo's done. He's not going to be in the league in a couple of years. Wow. At this I will say it. Markel no. has like one decent season and all of a sudden but he's, he's like a lot But he's, no, he's going no. up though. If you think, Lonzo well, can't if you think Lonzo's gone before. in a couple of years, then... Markel's going to be gone yeah. years before yeah, he'll that, be I guarantee. What? He's already going to be retired he, before Lonzo. He already has a starting job and Lonzo just got demoted to the bench. Lonzo was also hurt earlier this year. Yeah, that's another problem. He's always hurt. This guy's well, so fragile. Yeah. He's Fultz so was... fragile. He's so fragile. Fultz missed the full year because yeah, he messed up his own problem. shot. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Let's not, not, let's so not say Lonzo's injury prone and Markel isn't. But Lonzo's still injury prone and Markel seems to be healthy right now. Markel pretty much year. missed two full years. <laughs> Lonzo has not missed two full years, so let's relax with the injury prone label. Yeah, he has. But no, definitely. No, 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 no. You can't just say that. He was hurt for a lot of his rookie season, not for and then last two, year he the missed whole? like the, well, pretty much the whole second half of the season. Oh come on, look at the. You played fourteen games in his rookie year. He got injured two games after the Christmas Day game. And then I don't think no he then he, then he never came back. If you're comparing the games Markel and Lonzo's played, there's no comparisons. I don't even know what we're talking about. Because that. Markel missed his first year, but and his so second so, year pretty much. So we just get to ignore the first year. Oh, well, on. yeah, because we're talking about who would you rather at this point. Well, I thought we were well talking- at this point, I know that Lonzo can stay on the court longer than Markel. Wow. So based on the the numbers Lonzo actually can stay on the court longer than Markel so based on what numbers the games he played played. he's played more games than Markel this year I find that hard to believe well based on the last three years based on the last three years 100% so based on their career yeah okay but I'm basing this on their career I'm basing this on their career the 76ers sat him out a full year Lonzo never had that sat him out because he he was injured injured. you can't blame that on a team like, he was injured. They can't play him. Okay, he messed up but, himself shooting the ball. Yes, yes, he did do that. <laughs> but, like, he, but his health, you can't just... Okay, so you, you're going to punish him based on the fact that he missed uh, his first year. That's what ball. you're doing. You're punishing you do that, Lonzo for... Let's, do, let's just do that to Ben Simmons then. Ben Simmons is okay, injury prone because they, they, yeah, he, he sat too. on a full year. No, he doesn't. I never said you're the one who brought up the fact that Lonzo's not as durable. So you're the one punishing but him for not staying on the court. Yeah, because this year he's been hurt. Well, Markel's been hurt two out of the past three years that he's played in. 
But this year, right now... I'm comparing everything, not just this year. Okay. I'm comparing okay. everything. Okay, fine. fine. If you're comparing everything, sure, I think you have a point. But if, if I'm, I'm talking about now. Lonzo is declining, and he's still not healthy. Markel Fultz is getting healthy. He's actually playing the games, and he's ascending. So that's why I would take Markel Fultz. I've seen some good years from, from Lonzo. I'm not sure how Markel's going to finish. I don't know who's going to have the better year. At the end of the year, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. All right, juicy debate. Juicy. Um, let me just pull the topics back up here for this juicy debate. Please keep subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, come on, come on, come on, scroll down. I think the next one this. is the OKC and uh, CB3. Yes, right? yes, you got it, you got it. All right, so should OKC look to trade CP3 or go for it this year? According to a report, well, from Woj on the Woj and Low podcast, there's no belief in the OKC organization that he will be traded yeah. this season. So, do you guys think that is a mistake from OKC? And should they look to trade him or not? No, they, they they shouldn't look to trade anyone at this point. I mean, like, they're like they're not doing that bad. I mean, like, yeah, there might be a first round exit, but right now they can definitely make get into a, a six to eight seed for sure. I, I mean, people were writing them off after that uh the big uh Paul George trade. They thought they were done. I was like, no, they got some really good guys in that trade. They got Galinari, Schroeder, and all them. So, um, I I think they should definitely go for it. They can make the playoffs, like. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, they, they, they shouldn't trade anyone. They should go for it. And I, I, I made a tweet in the offseason, and everyone laughed at me. I said, I guarantee that OKC is going to make the playoffs next year. And everyone laughed at me. And now look at where they are now. They're in the playoff spot. They should go for it, man, for sure. Ooh. But do you think they, they can keep that up? Do you think I, I think so, yeah. I think, I think so, yeah. Based on what I've seen, like they're not that bad. They're definitely not the laughing stock that everyone thought they would be. Yikes. Like people thought they'd be bottom feeders. I mean, Gallimars, they're eleven and fourteen though. Not bottom feeders, but they don't even have a winning record. No, but people really thought they'd be bottom feeders, and at this point, like, is the e- is the West really that much better than the East? That's I th- another discussion. I think the that's West great is pretty close. We should do that in another show. Yeah, sure. that, that's let's a good let's topic. put it down. Let's put it down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, noted. All right, let's, all right, let's go. all right, back uh, to it. Yeah, back, back to it. OKC. Um, all right, OKC. I think that they're not going to make the playoffs. I think they should trade Chris Paul. Whoa! There's... Okay, but just all trade them to Dallas, please. Because if you think about it, so they're in the eighth seed. Uh, Minnesota, who's tenth? I think Minnesota's a better team. They have a better chance of making it. I think the Spurs have a better chance of making it. Obviously. I think the Blazers have a better chance of making it. Obviously. So I think that right there are three teams that are probably going to finish with a better record than the Kings. Or than the Thunder, sorry. So I don't see the Thunder making the playoffs. But it'll be um, close. If they don't, it'll be close. They might finish like 10th. I see them being a 10th seed. Yeah, which is close. Um, by the same time, Chris Paul's salary is so high. Are you really willing to pay a guy that much to finish in the 10th seed? You know what I mean? Is it really worth it? The only hard part that I could see would be finding a suitor for Chris Paul based on his salary. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, he's still he's still good. He's still above average and better than a lot of starting point guards. But are you really willing to pay like forty million for that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, probably not. So that's going to be the hard part. They might want to trade him, but actually finding a suitor is going to be hard. Kind of like what the Rockets had. Um, but I mean, they ended up finding someone. So 
who knows? Maybe the Thunder will also find someone, but I think that... We'll see about trade deadline. I think it really depends where we'll they see. are on trade deadline. We'll see. I mean, they like having Shooter come off the bench. He's nice in that role. Shy's having a been, really good year, too. Shy's been Shy's doing been well. really good. He has been. Paul Nor has been really good, too. The thing is, the Thunder, they don't really have, like, an ascending young point guard that they want to develop. Shy! Yeah, no. Shy, yeah. But Shy's more... He's more of a two-guard. But that's only no, because CP3's no, no, no. there. I, I think Shy's more of a point guard. That, that's I would only more because of a, CP3's there. No, it's I, kind of like the Fred Van Fleet thing. Like, Fred Van Fleet, to me, is a point guard, but he plays a two-guard because Lowry's right. more of a point guard. I see Shy as more of a smaller scoring really? two-guard okay. than a playmaking point guard. I think his role as a scorer... He can score really well, so I think he'd... Soon... I think he's like a scoring point guard. Like... <sighs> I think I'd rather have... A playmaking point guard and a smaller scoring two guard, kind of like what the Raptors are doing. I think I'd rather have that kind of setup, which is why I think that if they get rid of Chris Ball, they won't have that other point guard to kind of set up in that system. So well, they got Schroeder; they could start. He's a point guard, too. but he's good coming off the bench. Though. Yeah, I think he's true. kind of like that Lou Willow, where you want him coming off the bench instead of starting. Right? Well, I think so, Robertson will like, come back soon. On, on that like topic, though. Like that, that's my whole point with it. I think they need to unlock Shy, and I think he needs to be playing point guard and he's running pe- that he's team. He's been having a career year, though. He's, ha- he's having a good year score, but to, uh, to fully unlock his potential, I think you need to put the ball in his hands and let him run the team, and I, I don't think that happens with Chris Paul there, and that's why I think that, yeah, they should probably trade him, because what's the point in keeping Chris Paul right now? You're not going anywhere in that Western Conference. If you make the playoffs, you'll probably be facing the Lakers or the Clippers in the first round and, you're and that's going to be, be a sweep that's so, that's an so accomplishment what's, what's the point but is there really any point when because you just, we need to get out of this mentality no, no, no. that to either oh no. we have to win a title or tank but no, it's not tank but you can you can start acquiring pieces that will better set you up for the future right now I think you they got that I right think now. they got some solid pieces of the future but you're paying him 40 million though to be a first yeah, round he'll be, he'll, he's, what, he's probably a free agent after this year so okay. he has two more years like doesn't he Yikes. send like a two year deal because his contract's over at 21-22 and making 44 million Yikes. on his last year like yeah, to have yeah, that yeah, to be I, an AC to get because, swept like that's but at this point they shouldn't trade him I think if they end up maybe they're, they're, if they're gonna definitely miss the playoffs then yeah you could look at it but if they're in a playoff spot I, I don't see why you would do that. I just don't, well, I don't see no, the point. Well, I, I don't mean trade them like trade them tonight, but like by the trade deadline. I, I'm saying <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> well, based on the report, they they have no intention of doing it. So I and I think that's a mistake. I think it's a huge mistake because not only unlocking shy, but you're also holding back the other young pieces they have, like Darius Baisley and Terrence Ferguson. Like, if you have Shy running that team, oh, the amount of spacing you would have if you just put those two peop- those two players in the game. Ah, it, it's just, it would be exciting. And yeah, I, I agree with the mentality of you shouldn't just tank for the sake of tanking, but yeah. you shouldn't just hold on to a player f- for the sake of it either. Because it, Chris Paul is not the difference maker getting you, and neither is Gallinari, to be honest. They're, they're not difference makers that are going to be carrying you far in the playoffs. They're they're good players at this point. They're complementary the pieces. Like, they're not Yeah, players. they're not they're not at all number ones. Whereas CP3 is the I best think, player. I think on the team right is, what? CP3 is the best player on the team. No he's not. Yeah, he is. No. Yeah, he is. Shy is better than him. 
I would say Gallinari. is the guy. I don't think so. I think Gallinari is this year. All Shy has been doing is scoring. All Shy has been doing this year is scoring. His defense has actually gone down. If you look at it from last year, his steals have gone down. And all he's doing is scoring, and that's good. He's improved as a scorer, but he's gone down in other areas, and that's why another reason I think you should put him at point guard and unlock him because I think he he does have the potential to rack up the assists. To set people up, put people in positions to win, but he's not going to be able to do that if all you're using him for is to score off the ball. Yeah, I think Chris Paul is the third best player on the team. I think, for sure, you can even debate that Stephen Adams is a better player than Chris Paul. <laughs> no, stop! No, 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 no! No, no I'm going to no, 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 use the same. I'm going to use the same argument that Dean used for Bam, saying that defense. But he's not. He's literally not playing good this year. He is uh, playing he's good. He's average. He's, yeah, the, he's, he, the, he's the lockdown defender. He's the paint protector for the Thunder. Nerlens Noel's been having a better season. Yeah. 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 yeah, he has. At what? He, at everything. At rip protection. No. He's having a better season than Steven Adams. Oh, you're Yeah, I'm dead serious. Steven Adams, if you... Steven Adams is underachieving this year. Yes or no? Yeah, yes. Okay, yes. thank you. Wait, so Noel, how, at, what is Noel better than? Bucks. He's no, better at rip protecting. Keep going. That, that's all I need. That doesn't make that's him better. He's a one thing. That's all I need, all all I need from a center. Oh, my. So, if you do one thing better and it makes you a better overall player? No, but he's... Exactly. I rather, I rather... Okay. Take it back. Take okay, it okay. back. No, 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 no. Because look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Okay. You're No, 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 no. Because look at this. You're trying no, 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 no. No, I, I got you. I got you. Houston Rockets, right? Okay. I would literally rather have Jimmer Forget over Russell Westbrook. Okay, well, that's just because he can shoot better doesn't make him a better player. Same thing right no, now. No, but you don't, but no, what? Yes, that makes no sense. I would rather have Forget than on the Houston Rockets well, than no. Russell Westbrook. So you'd rather yeah. have Jimmer Forget who will give you six points? No, because he can shoot. No, he can. That's no, what no, they no, need for the game. He's not even better than Russell Westbrook. He's not even twenty something percent. That's not saying much. That's not, he's, he's not in the NBA. Westbrook is historically bad at three-point shooting. Okay. And Jimmy Burnett is historically bad in the NBA, which is why he's not in the NBA anymore. Yeah. No, but, okay, put him in the Ben <laughs> Mathlemore role. You don't think he can we, knock down open shots? He couldn't even last on the Phoenix Suns last year in their bottom feeders. And he's better but than Westbrook in the... Put him no. in a Dan Tony system oh, where literally... No, no, no. Ser- there's literally guys in college I'd rather have on the Houston Rockets over Russell Westbrook just because of how they play. You're All you need is a guy that can shoot threes. For- ben McLemore! I'm saying Ben McLemore's having an extremely good I don't season. like Westbrook either, but I'm not going to take things out. No, right? You're no, just no, on no, him no I'm not. You no, are. No. I, okay, Landry Shaman. I'd rather have Landry Shaman on that team than Russell Westbrook. Straight up. Why? He can only shoot three-pointers. That's all you need with but that Westbrook team. James Harden so- holds the ball for 20, 20 seconds. So does Westbrook. That's a problem because he can't shoot. Yeah, but... but, but this isn't, there's no logic Russell, behind it. No, no, you... Jordan, but you even... So does, okay, okay, does that make James Harden the best player in the league because he's averaging the most points per game? Wait, what? He's doing one thing better, so does that make him the best player in the league? That's no. Not, that's not... That's, that's, not, not, a, that's exact, not at all yes, what I'm saying. Yes, that's try- exactly what no, you're saying. No, that's not... A, that's literally the opposite of what I'm saying. Because no, I'm saying Westbrook is a better player than Jimmer Fredette or Landry Shamit, but I'd rather have them on that team because they do one thing well that fits with that team. Just like Nerlens Noel does okay, one okay, thing okay. better... Then, then, take, not- then take back saying Noel is better than Adams and say Noel is a better fit 
fit than Adams. Okay, that Noel, makes more Noel sense. is a better fit for OKC than Adams. Okay, yes. I, I disagree with you, but at least your logic yeah. makes sense. But to say yeah. Noel is better than Adams, no, no, no. Oh, no. Did I say that? Yes, yes, yes. I said Noel's having a better uh, season. I said he's having a better season. But he's not even I'm having a better season, he's though. better player. He's not even having a better season than Adams is. That's what? the worst yeah. part. Yeah, he is. No, yeah, he... yeah, he is. No, Adams no. is underachieving, and yes, maybe his stats, you'll see more numbers. He's getting more playing time. Uh, yeah, because he's, but he's getting more playing time for a reason. If, because if, if Noah was for his whole life. If, if Noah was better, he would get more playing time. That's not true, because there's rumors coming out that they're looking to get rid of Steven Adams. Yeah, but not, only not because he's... Unlock Noel. Uh, I don't know. I, I yeah, can't. I, 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 I can't have to strongly disagree with you yeah, there. I agree. Uh, I don't know. About Seven that. points and four rebounds for well, we're a double you double, can, and then eleven points and nine rebounds of for course. Adams. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, he's so good. Eleven well, points and nine rebounds. rebounds. I'm he's not good. saying he's great, but he's better than Noel. He's having a better season than Noel, and he's a better player than. He's not Noel. having a better season than. How's he not? Because he's not protecting the rim as much as Nerlens Noel. But that's one thing. Okay, and the, all the other stats... Okay, let's look at per 36-minute stats if we want to do that then. And I guarantee Noel would have higher stats. Okay, you want to look at the blocks? Noel is getting 0. .2 blocks more than Adams, and that look, makes him better? Look at the to- let's and look honestly, at the total blocks. I, from, I from what I've seen, at least Steven 20 Adams more blocks is better year. on the block defending. I'd rather have Steven Adams last on year. offense. Yes, last year. All of this last more points, year, more points, oh, more rebounds. On. Even though he's having less shots blocked, nah. doesn't mean he's not as good of a defender as Lawrence Noel. He's he's had a couple good games. Noel recently. always has like problems with the coaches too. That's why he's like keeps getting shipped off of the teams he's on. He's had a and Noel good... Noel can't be a starter. He can't play starter minutes. Why? Because he he's like he's like Boban Marjanovic. He can only play so many minutes, and he won't be as effective. You can't just assume you give a guy more minutes, they're gonna put up like double the numbers. Like, well, I assume they'll put up more numbers. Yeah, but no, it's no I'll the, take I'll take yeah, Steven I, Adams. I'll I'm take strongly Steven Adams. taking wow. Steven Adams that one. Wow, no, not this year, not this year. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, do we have enough time for this topic, or should we save it for Toronto? I think we should save it for Toronto. No, 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 do it now, cause I. Let's do it now. Okay, okay, quickly, quickly. <laughs> we, got, we got like seven minutes. Max. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Luca is broken. He suffered oh. an ankle sprain this past week Mid. against Miami. Mid. He's going to be out for two weeks. Yeah. Do you guys think it's over for the Mavericks? Or do you guys think they can last through these two weeks without Luca? What do you mean over? Like, it's I, two it, weeks. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of games. Yeah, they, okay. they can fall. Yeah, we'll see. It's tough to say. We haven't really seen the Mavericks uh, play besides the game against Miami, but we'll see. I don't think they'll be as good, but I think they can stay within the top five in the West for sure. Um, they got some tough games coming up. I'll give them that. But in the game against Miami, Luca went out in like the first few minutes. The, the Mavs were down 24 to Miami, a top mm-hmm. team in the East. They came back, they brought it to overtime, ended up losing by four, but there's some guys that really stepped up and impressed me in that game. We got uh, Jalen Brunson really stepped up. Tim oh, Hardaway yeah. Jr., he, he almost had like 30 points that game. Yeah. Perzingis, he didn't. He, he he ended up getting like 22 points, 14 rebounds. So, base. I mean, that's a small sample size, but that's the only thing we've really seen. Um, they did really step up and stuff, so we'll, we'll have to see. I don't think they'll be as good, but I don't think they're just going to completely fall off. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. I think during the time that they're going to be without Luka, they're probably going to be under 500 in those games. Um, yeah, just they, they got some tough games coming up, too. Like a lot of tough games. I don't, 
I mean, that means that you have to expect like all those guys to like like Brunson, Harden, all those guys to like play at a high level consistently, and I'm just not sure if they can. Yeah. Plus, I don't know if I can fully trust Porzingis yet, so I'll have to wait and see if he can do it as a, as a leader. I think Luca was like the the engine that kept the the car running, right? So yeah, without that, it's gonna be tough. I could see them maybe slide to like fifth or sixth uh, in Luca's absence, but they could always you know go back to a top five spot. Yeah, and it's and thank goodness it's only a mid ankle sprain. Like he'll come back, and it can, I think they can get up there. I think it's super impressive that they're a third seed in the West. Like mm-hmm. I, I definitely didn't see that happening at all. But uh, yeah, they definitely. Well, I think we're gonna see in the next couple weeks how much they really do rely on Luca, and like how much he. This will kind of show like how much he really means to this team, and we'll see. Hopefully, they can keep it up. But yeah, it'll be tough. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was going to say that um, big, big I think this, for them. Really th- big test. these couple of weeks will Define definitely them. strengthen the Luka MVP argument, I think. Uh-huh. We'll see. Yeah, in a way. Because, yeah, like, we'll see. I, I don't see the Mavericks winning more than a couple games over the next couple weeks. Uh, yeah, you got Jalen Brunson. I think that's, that's kind of sad. But, like, no, he's, 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 the, he's the replacement. Like, Dillon Wright has yeah, struggled too. mightily this year. Jalen Brunson's just a better he's, scorer. That's the thing. And he's just... This year, Dillon Wright has not really been doing much of anything. Um, it's been unfortunate. Because um, he is supposed to play a major role on this team, actually, uh, signing with them. But he just hasn't stepped up. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, Jalen Brunson, he had 18-7-8 last game. I do think that he will be a decent replacement for Luka, but he won't be enough for them to keep winning games, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, is it over for their season? No, because I definitely <laughs> have faith <laughs> that Luka can come back and steer the ship. Um, but it, it's a, it's going to be a massive test for them. Massive, yeah. massive test. And a huge point to Luka for his MVP yeah. Um, yeah. candidacy. And the next four games are playing the Celtics, 76ers, Raptors, and... Milwaukee, so. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Milwaukee's tonight, actually, so they got some Good tough luck. games coming up, yeah, so. Because uh, they would have lost some of those games with Luka, probably. Yeah, so. so we'll see. Yeah, all right. Well, um, thank you guys so much for tuning into our show. Make sure to use our code on SeatGeek for $20 off your first purchase. Ballify in all caps. Keep up with us on Twitter at BallifyNBA as well as at JordanBallify and at SBallify. We thank you for listening to our show. Thank you so Anywhere much, guys. You listen to podcast. Thanks for listening to our show, and we'll see you guys next you guys time. Are the best. Bye. <laughs> see ya. Bye. <laughs>